0: It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of x 929s Nine X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. For House of Cars. It's
1: Thursday, December 30th, 2021. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Second last show of the year. Your last show of the year. Yeah. You're off this weekend or off tomorrow?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a last minute decision, but uh, decided we're heading out to Panorama for the weekend. And Cool. Uh, yeah. I was like, you know what? Working in the morning and then trying to drive and then... Go and, you know, have some New Year's festivities. I'd rather maybe be able to sleep in a little bit, so that's what I'm going to do. A buddy
1: of mine was supposed to be out in Panorama, but he said they canceled just because it's supposed to be too cold out there. He said too cold to ski, so... Well... well, You're going to prove him wrong, aren't you? Your buddy's a bit soft, isn't he?
2: (laughs) Is he from Vancouver? No, he's from Edmonton. Well, that is just shocking. Yeah. Like, it's supposed to warm up a little bit there. It's supposed to be, like, minus 15 or so tomorrow, which... That's doable. That is That's not. skiable. And not to mention that panorama has inversions most times when it's this cold. And it is significantly warmer at the top. So I wouldn't be shocked if it was only minus five or so at the peak. And you just... That's
1: so weird. It'd be weird to ski down into the cold.
2: Yeah. Well, the first time this happened, I wasn't familiar with inversions yet. I was new out here. And I remember I was skiing with some friends and I was like, Guys, it is significantly warmer up here. And everybody thought I was absolutely insane. And then we went to, like, the rooftop lodge thing for a a bite to eat. And I asked the girl, I was like, this is going to sound crazy. But, like, is it warmer up here? And she was like, oh, yeah, inversions. she's like, they happen here all the time. It's like 15 degrees warmer up here. I was like, I told you all. As far as I
1: know, we're not doing anything for New Year's. We couldn't get a sitter or anything. So we're just going to probably lay low, save some money and... uh I guess avoid COVID. That's
0: that's it's, nice, yeah.
1: It's, it's weird talking to you right now because they put the plexiglass back up in the studio. Yeah. And normally when we're on the air, we have our headphones on, so I hear your voice coming through my headphones through the microphone. Mm-hmm. But we don't have our headphones on. We're just talking to each other right now into the mics, and it just sounds very muffled. You sound very far away from me.
2: It sounds like you're in jail <laughs> looking at you <laughs> through the glass. <laughs>
1: How are the children? We took this glass down a while ago because me and you were like, oh, that's probably good, hey? Yeah. And then now it's very back fun. up. So... Yeah. Here we go. Uh, today on the show, we're going to talk about a word that you haven't heard for a while. Talk about a friend of ours who's insane in his latest video. We're going to talk about the latest with the James Webb Space Telescope. And I just want to say there that I incorrectly said the telescope cost $500 million. I was off by a factor of about 20 Okay. it's actually $10 billion. All right. So okay. keep that in mind when you hear that. Uh, What else? Talk about this strange ad I keep seeing. Some more Vancouver softness that Shauna saw over Christmas. We've been harping quite hard on them recently.
2: Well, that's what happens when I go out there and they get any sort of weather. They tend to become... Their softness shows through even stronger, you know? Um, An
1: old segment that I love called Who's to Blame makes its return. We're going to give a shout out to one of Shauna's friends. We did end up giving my son Brigham panties for Christmas, so we'll talk a bit about that. But first,
2: the
0: BNS and twenty minutes or less podcast.
2: A friend was telling me about this vehicle he was looking at that had fake roof rails, fake not ones, fake so, not not real roof rails, fake ones, ones that look like they can be used and you can put a box on the top of your vehicle, but you can't. Why we don't. <laughs> This is, like, so you look outdoorsy even though you aren't, is that what this is for? I guess so. So you look like you have the potential to be outdoorsy
1: even though you're not. Not even outdoorsy because, oh man, I bet that guy straps so much cool stuff to that roof. Oh That's what people think when they see you. That's what
2: you do, you drive by, he straps. Oh yeah. What kind of
1: adventures is this fella going on? He
2: boxes, doesn't he? What kind of box you got that you put on that thing? What kind of rig do you put up there? Honestly, like, it's the strangest thing.
1: <laughs> where, where are you off to there, Shackleton? Where are you going? <laughs> like,
2: what kind of outdoorsy adventure? Where are you off-roading? <laughs> where are you going, sir?
1: No, they're just for show. You actually can't strap anything to them.
2: I can't think of why you would... Do- Although, to be fair, I mean, my old crap box, Anderson Cooper, the Silver Fox, it had a, a spoiler on the back. And this was the cheapest vehicle with the smallest engine you that's, could that's true. possibly buy.
1: Downforce was not an issue. You're not
2: <laughs> worried about needing a spoiler on that thing. You know, so I suppose it's the same thing, but like
1: Yeah, and there's all kinds of like you know, fake hood scoops and stuff that you see. I but I guess so, but this This, this is, is it, so functional. I, just, I that's it's like, like I
2: never look at that and go, You know what I wish my vehicle had was roof rails because i really like the look of that you know like i've never i've never thought that but i guess people maybe are now that's what they want they're like "Mm, i like this but i like the look of the rails i don't want to use them though just it
1: also raises the question how many people who bought a vehicle with these fake roof rails tried to use them and then realized that they weren't real
2: i have i have so many questions like this because i wouldn't even have
1: assumed that there was such a thing.
2: This is almost as bad as fake pockets in jeans, okay? Almost as bad. When <laughs> you go to put something in that pocket, and it's like, I like to look like I've got some storage. <laughs> can you put this Why? in your pocket? No, but it's cool that I look like I can, Why isn't it? Why not
1: just make the pocket That's real? Honestly, like, I don't know. Again, who's like... Oh, I bet she keeps uh, stuff in her pants. That's what I mean. I bet she's got pockets. Can you store pockets. this?
2: Nope, but I look like hey, I can. Hey, pockets, can you hold Yay! this for me? VNS in
0: 20 minutes or less.
1: So before Christmas, I told you about how our four-year-old son, Brigham, was obsessed with the word panties. Yeah. He was walking around saying panties, panties, calling people panties. He just loved the word panties. And we said, if you don't stop saying that, you might get panties for Christmas.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, we did it. Which is amazing. We
1: got him panties for Christmas, uh, and we filmed it, and it was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, I can send you the video if you text us, two three eight nine nine two nine if you want to see it. But first, first we went to the discount panty store. It was just Dollarama. But, yep. uh, this Here is... we are at the discount panty store. Get a big pair. Biggest they got. Don't rip the boy off. They got bigger. Because you and I decided that they had to be a big pair, right? Yep. Uh, and then we drove over them a few times, which really confused a lot of people on TikTok. <laughs> Why we drove over them with the vehicle, but you don't want to give someone panties that haven't been broken in yet, right? You want to break them in a bit, want to put some life into those. No, panties. that's a bit
2: weird, but so, that's fine. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, to each their own. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and so then you, does McKenna not buy clean panties? She's like, no, no, I need the ones that look like they.
1: This was a gift, though. You know, how you're not supposed to give a wallet without money in it, right? You shouldn't yep. give someone
2: only for everything else, but apparently not panties. You'd huge gag. Panties. Like to give people. With. Creepy used panties. Anyway, continuing on, uh, and then we then he opened them up on
1: on, on Christmas, and uh, Bo was in on it, so you're going to hear Bo's giggle. But this was Brigham's reaction. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, she's so
1: good. Rage when he he realized. And I felt really bad for a moment because he was so, he's got this like twinkle in his eye. He's so excited to open a Christmas present. Right. And it was this big old pair of dirty panties. Well, that's what happens when
2: you say panties too much. That's what happens when you say panties too
1: much, Shauna. Yep. Um, and it's not like our kids don't have enough toys, man. You got so much stuff for Christmas. So, yeah. I
2: mean, for a laugh and for a lesson, maybe you throw some patties in there, right? The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I would like to give a shout out to somebody, if I could. Okay. Uh, my friend Irvin, for replacing my battery, my car battery yesterday in minus 36 with the wind chill temperatures.
1: Yeah, I saw your post about this.
2: So. Okay, let me tell you, we've talked about this the last couple of days. My car has been stuck in the, the airport parking lot. It, it wasn't boosting, and then we found that the battery was dead, so we had to replace the battery, and then now it's finally out of there. But in the meantime, Irvin drove me to the airport twice to try and boost my car, drove me around for nine hours the other day to try and track down the right battery that I needed. We waited in three different Canadian tires. He did all that for me, and then yesterday he replaced my car battery in with the wind howling in that parking lot, completely exposed with minus 36, and he told me, he was like, no, no, you go stay warm in the car. Well, he was out there freezing his ass off. What a guy. Replacing the battery.
1: You're not even rinsing him.
2: No, I'm not. <laughs> He's just a, think- like...
1: Think you should give him a little something something. I a, don't maybe a tug. Maybe. I
2: I'll talk to Cliff and ask and be like, okay, hey, we we need to give him something <laughs> for this. I, understand, I think he would. Because honestly, like who else it's rare that you find friends <laughs> that would go to that length, right? Like, oh
1: yeah. I am not that good of a friend to anyone.
2: Oh my god. No. Like to do that, you really that is the closest friend you ever have, you know? Like, I, holy crap. I think you said it took how long? Uh well it was nine hours of driving in one hours. day just to try and track down a battery, yep.
1: I think around hour four or so, I'd be like, mm-hmm. "Man, I, you might have to get this vehicle towed." Yeah,
2: <laughs> well, and I kept saying that to him. Right? I was like, "No, you know what? We're gonna." And then yesterday, I said, "Look, why don't why don't I get it towed into a garage and you could replace it there?" Like I offered along the way because if it was me, I know no way in hell but no. I be doing that. So I kept asking, and he was, "No, no, no, I got it. I, I'm going to do this for you," and I. Man, that is a friend. Did he just have that
1: determination where it's like this needs to get done? I think so, doing it, and I
2: love that about him because he is that kind of guy, right? He wants to get it done, and so I mean, at that point, we're we're so far into it that yeah, he was probably like, no, we're finishing this job now.
1: What a that is that's a good that's a good friend. That That is that's that's as good as they come.
2: That like that is the true Canadian friend (laughs) that everybody needs. C N
0: S in twenty minutes or less. Here's
1: a segment we haven't got to do for a while, Shauna. It's called "Who's to Blame." Oh Remember yeah, who's to blame? "Who's to blame?" Oh, "Who's to Blame?" Won't you tell us who's to blame? Mm-hmm. I give you a scenario, yep. and then you tell you assign blame to one party by the end of it, yeah. or both parties if you feel that there's blame on both sides. Okay. this is what happened right before we left for for Christmas holidays. Um, we had that snowfall, yeah, and the recycling at the back of the house had kind of piled up, which tends to happen around Christmas because you're opening lots of packaging and that sort of thing. And okay. I just hadn't taken it out yet because it was cold. Um, so I went out to do to clear the snow away. And when I came back in, McKenna was so mad at me because I had got snow in some squares that she had baked. And she had put them outside to cool underneath a box, underneath like this dirty recycling box. Oh. So that it wouldn't get snow on it, but it did because I happened to blow snow into it. Hmm. And I said, How on earth was I supposed to know that there was baking underneath the recycling? Yeah.
2: Who's to blame?
1: Oh, who's to blame?
2: Okay, I don't like this segment because I don't. I feel like you're sewering McKenna right now. Okay, and I'm sure there's lots of times where uh, you are to blame. This one, though, I I'm gonna give to you. Thank you. I I think. I thought... Yeah. If if you didn't know there was ba- how would you know that there was baking under a pile of recycling? That's a very odd place to put it. Yes. You generally, have to give the heads up if that is where you're going to hide some baking for sure. Especially
1: when I was out there already remo- like clearing the snow. How? Yeah. Who would ever think to yeah. look under recycling? Geez, I, I hope I better make sure there's no baking under these boxes. Yeah, yeah. In the backyard.
2: I mean, unless it's a common thing that she does, and you should know better than I. Feel like She's
1: never seen it before. This this so, was
2: an accident on her part. Maybe she she one, just needs to give the heads up. Is all
1: one hundred percent blame to her?
2: Nope. I'm gonna say. Ninety-seven, ninety-seven. Oh, can. I
0: can't. I <laughs> can't. The BNS and twenty minutes or less podcast.
1: McKenna called immediately and wanted everyone to know that she didn't use a dirty box to cover up her baking. Her baking is clean. It was a clean box, in fact. Okay, so, good. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Just wanted to to clarify that. Don't want to slander the woman, right? No, of course not. Uh, what are you listening to lately, Shauna? This is something we haven't done for a while. Um, What's on your playlist these days?
2: I'm in a, a like a chill house vibey thing right now. I don't know why, and I can't seem to get out of it. So I've just been listening to a lot of like chill house music.
1: Your stuff is often chill. Yeah. If you came with like metal or something, I'd be surprised.
2: I know. Well, it's weird because I do go through phases where I go through like more upbeat stuff. But for some reason, every time we do this segment, <laughs> I'm back into like a very chill vibe. So um, this is Casey Light's. This song is called Girl. So that's that's it yeah. is it KC
1: lights like the letter KC lights yes do you think they're named after the truck light brand mm, Never the lights it's not like about Walker that. Texas Ranger had on his drum.
2: I'll have to look into that
1: because now I'm curious I'm into this band uh, which they're not new but they're new to me there's a genre of music that I refer to as country music for people who don't like country yep and it's basically people who don't like modern pop country gateway country yeah, well, they like more authentic, like rootsy oh, I country. See which... So oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. There's only like four or five artists that I think fall in this category. And it's like Sturgill Simpson, Coulter Wall, Core Blun, maybe. I haven't listened to them, but Tyler Childers gets a lot of love. Uh, and I would put this band in that category. They're called Turnpike Troubadours, and they're from Oklahoma, so they're considered Red Dirt Country, which is the genre of country that's popular around there. But check this song. She said,
2: Go on
0: back to Cherokee County. You back with but a razor and
1: a song's called the bird hunters it's all about hunting birds just
2: listen to the diddle in that one well, i knew you would love the fiddle even yeah. like just
1: listen to how the song starts here sean it's just a couple
2: couple diddlers listen
1: to that isn't that good that's awesome Heavy on the diddle. Lots oh, so, of diddle. You think uh, you want to dip your toe into some of this? Country, diddling. People who don't like
2: country. You know what? Dipping your toe into diddling is not a visual deal. <laughs> oh, my God. VNS in 20 minutes or
0: less. You love your car. Bet you'd love lower interest and lower payments, too. Refinance your auto loan with House of Cars and love the freedom of having more money in your pocket. Visit houseofcarscalgary.com. The BNS and twenty minutes or less podcast.
2: I forgot to tell you about one of the funniest things I saw in Vancouver when I was there on the weekend. I need to go there more often because my God, do they give us some material for the show?
1: Especially if you know they're in for some
2: weather. Oh, and were they ever like they they had a white Christmas, which is super rare for Vancouver. So they actually had snow on the ground, which again, may, they're not overly equipped for the necessities needed for yeah, this type of thing. I get that. To be fair, uh, there was a guy though that was I was staying at a hotel, and there was a guy who was obviously in charge of trying to keep the walkways clear and the stuff at this hotel. And he he jimmy-rigged this system that is the funniest thing I've ever seen. It was basically this this wagon full of salt that he was towing behind his mountain bike as the salt was kind of bouncing out of the wagon, and he was trying to clear the area with this bike, with this little wagon with salt in the back. So they had the salt, which was great. Yeah. And I, I guess he didn't want to... Carry it and just kind of throw it. I'm not sure what he was thinking. So to
1: say, most people do that by hand. Mm -hmm. I have seen like larger companies use a fertilizer spreader or something. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: he had a fair stretch, I suppose. So maybe he thought that doing it. By hand was going to be too slow. I I don't know, but it was the most magnificent so, thing.
1: So, he got the bike out so we got the bike it's out cuz We got the bike out Vancouver, right?
2: Cuz apparently he thought I don't know that that again would be more efficient. I'm not sure how far he had to go if it was right around the building or something, but I I was just watching the whole thing and was like, "Oh my god, what is <laughs> happening here?" It's quite clever. It's smart. <laughs> And it was the he had something, and I didn't get a. Cl- he was kind of from afar, but he had something that was making the salt. So it was it was coming out like of his okay. his wagon thing. It something just,
1: to propel it out something of the wagon, was
2: propelling it out. But I just, of course, only like, in it, Vancouver. It like, was the most geez. Vancouver thing I've ever seen. Where you're you have your bike, you're using your bike.
1: <laughs> to like this. I've lived in some cold places, Saskatchewan, up in Edmonton, and never once have I seen someone be like,
2: nope.
1: I know, I'll use my bike, but.
2: I mean, I, I guess they do, they don't have, obviously, snow plows. They don't have anything. Uh, they don't invest in that kind of thing because they don't need it. So I guess when that's the case, you jimmy-rig your bicycle.
1: No, you stick a cup in the bag and you throw it around oh like that. God, that's what most that's, people do. but
0: uh, Yeah.
1: Not in Vancouver. Not
0: in Vancouver. <laughs> use your bike instead. God bless them. Yeah. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast.
1: So hey, you know those sites where you can get a message from a celebrity, a video message? Yeah. Like uh, Cameo or what's it? Memo is the other one, I think. Yep. I keep getting this ad on social media for one of those sites, and I don't remember which one it is, um, but the celebrity they're using is Canadian curling sensation Brad
2: Gushu. Is it, he a real high-demand intre- celebrity you want?
1: Interesting choice, isn't it? <clears throat> like,
2: for the ad? Yeah. I mean, like, I got one from Buck Martinez, which was pretty damn awesome. Yeah,
1: very cool. And I've seen the ads for Buck, too.
2: Yeah, that makes a lot more sense, at least, than...
1: Yeah, you would think you would go with like Brad the Gooshy. biggest celebrity you have on there. I'm like,
2: I mean, Brad Gooshu's a
1: big deal in the prairies, yeah. though. He's like, one of the all time greats when it mm-hmm. comes to curling, um, but it's still a pretty niche audience, isn't it? Like, yeah. especially if you consider that most social platforms are populated by younger people. Well,
2: I wonder if it's, I mean, they know that you are from Saskatchewan. And do you think that's what it is? They're, a, they're a, everybody I know from Saskatchewan are, they're, they're a lot bigger into curling there, you know? Yeah. So Girl, maybe that's it. Really, is big on the prairies. Yeah, I don't know if they maybe target based on location and think that that's who you want the most of all, of them all?
1: Brad Gushu's in the East Coast, I think though, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I just thought that was uh I, I think so. Strange choice. Like that how many very odd story. How many people on TikTok are going to be itching for a message from Brad Gushu?
2: Yeah, I, d- I don't think you know, me- many.
1: I thought it'd be a really funny gift to get for McKenna for Christmas because that would be she really has funny. no idea who Brad Gushu is. Oh my so, God. <laughs> kind of a blown opportunity, hey?
2: Oh, you should have,
1: you know, yeah. Here's your gift. Hey, McKenna, it's Brad Gushu. And she'd be like, Who? Who,
2: who now?
0: What's this now? <laughs> the VNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast.
2: I was reading up a bit about the James Webb Space Telescope, which, of course, just launched into orbit. And that happened when you were away, which I was like, You must have been so stoked. We didn't get a chat about it, really. I know. Well, it happened at
1: like. 6 in the morning the launch and my buddy texted me the night before and he's like are you getting up for it and I was like I'm kind of on holidays right now Yeah. otherwise I would have totally
2: but I was reading about how they call this period right now the 30 days of terror because of course there are just so many things that have to go right to make this all go. Yeah. And it's absolutely terrifying for anybody who's worked on this telescope. So they call it the thirty days of dare because of that.
1: Well we talked about this. Like the it's twenty some years in the making and it's yep. cost I don't know how many hundred million dollars now. I know. And they get one shot at it. So the launch went well. Yeah. Which would I'm mean, that's a period of time where there would have been some clenched bum holes i think a
2: lot of clenched bum (laughs) holes yeah but then i was reading like in the first three days 150 mechanisms have to be deployed correctly along with seven thousand parts 400 pulleys a bunch of cables and eight motors that's just the first three days Mm -hmm. so you want to make sure all of that and not one of those things obviously can malfunction or go wrong or not be operating at full capacity yeah it's like it's kind of unfolding right now yeah
1: and if any part of the unfolding process fails if it jams up like I was reading yesterday, they said there really are no redundancies built into it. Yeah. So if one thing goes wrong, that's probably it.
2: Yep. The second week, it's 18 gold-plated segments on six and a half primary mirrors, and then 132 actuators that push or pull each mirror into precise locations. Mm-hmm. And again, all of that has to operate seamlessly, of course. But it is 30 days of this. Like every single day, this type of thing is happening, and every single one of those things has to has to go right <laughs> And I was like, "This is absolutely insane." And then they said it's six months until it's basically fully functioning, right? Yeah,
1: and it, like this telescope has the ability to kind of adjust its focus. Whereas one of the problems they had with Hubble, which was James Webb's predecessor, mm-hmm. uh, was that like there, there were some issues. I think with the mirrors and the lenses, right? And They were able to go up and actually correct that. Like they basically the way I've heard it described is they gave Hubble glasses. Whereas wow. James Webb is gonna be orbiting one point five million kilometers away and it's just too far to go and fix anything on. Right. So if it doesn't work, that's it.
2: It's insane. I was just I was thinking about all that and I was like, what sort of sleeping drugs are the people working on this taking right now? Because oh,
1: good point. You
2: can't imagine that they'd be <laughs> sleeping. Like if you had to sleep, you'd be like, What if one of the things that I worked on malfunctions while I'm sleeping? You and know it's what I mean? my like, fault. And it's my fault. Like you'd go to bed thinking that Every night. You couldn't sleep. So I would love to know, like, what kind of powerful ass drugs they've got up there (laughs) for those smart people to let them have a bit of shut eye right now.
1: I think about times I've had that feeling when I, like, when I used to schedule the music for the radio station I worked at. It's awful. And, like, I'd lose sleep thinking, geez, I hope the morning show starts on time tomorrow. Uh Uh-huh. That doesn't matter. Yeah. But then that Compared to this, that doesn't matter.
2: Though. I say, like, a wrong word on the air, and I'll be I'll be meddling <laughs> in it for days. Like, I can't imagine that. If you that.
1: pooched a $500 million telescope oh and it was your God. fault. God.
2: Whoops. Do you have insurance on that? The NS in 20 minutes
0: or less.
1: So we have a friend. He's been on the show several times. He's a local comedian named Brett Forte. Yeah, absolutely hilarious. Hilarious. Also a madman. Mm-hmm. He has this... Uh, this video series on his uh on his social media channels called stories that matter and basically he goes out around calgary and sometimes other places and films things that he sees happening yeah sometimes he is part of the story as well mm-hmm. so you were talking recently about how difficult it is to shop at the apple store right now
2: well i mean you have to book an appointment and then once you do uh you have to wait in line right and they don't let you in the store unless they escort you in you have to wait so i booked this appointment once and I accidentally booked it for looking at a new phone versus my screen is broken. But my screen was so broken, I knew I'd needed a new phone. So I was like, okay, book new phone. And they're like, nope, that's not the right thing. They said we have a new appointment for you in two and a half hours. So can you wait?
1: There's no flexibility, is there? I was there? like, no.
2: I'm, I'm not going to wait. No, I will. I'll try again tomorrow. Like, like this is
1: crazy. If you want to pop in and buy like, a happen. phone case not at allowed. the Apple Store, you need. An appointment. Yes. So this happened to Brett, and he couldn't believe it. So what he did is he he went to a Value Village and he found himself an Apple Store shirt, like the similar to the ones that the employees wear. Yep. And he went and pretended to work at the at the location in Chinook Center. So he because like they'll they'll come get you at the front of the line when it's your appointment, and they'll say we'll take you in. Yeah. So he just went up to someone in line and was like, you got an appointment? And They're like, yeah. And he's like, right this way. And he marched right into the store and then started serving customers. And these, is- these videos are on his social channels. Yep. If you search Brett Forte.
2: It uh, is uh,
1: something else. It's so funny. And then you can watch the employees there try to figure out, wait, this guy doesn't actually work here. Well, the one guy is like,
2: so- sir, do you work here? Like... <laughs> You don't, you're not, you're, you don't work here. Oh my God. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh it's so, man!
1: I know he's done this sort of thing in the past and I know you have expressed some concern over like what the fallout might be for the people involved.
2: Yeah. Well, just cause you can see faces and I'm always like, oh man, like yeah. is an employee going to get in trouble or is the, is, is he going to get in trouble? Cause then I see like if you were the mall, would you try and take action against him? And film? I don't know. Maybe. But.
1: The interesting thing about him is that he doesn't work for anybody he's like a he's a self employed comedian yeah, and you can't really be fired when you're a self employed comedian it's so true. he has the freedom to do some of this crazy it's very stuff true. I was thinking I wonder like a video like that would it make its way up the apple chain like do you think people in management are hearing about that and being like there's there's this guy <laughs> who wasn't happy with our our COVID protocol, so he's pretending to be an employee at the store? I mean,
2: store. I kind of hope not, because I feel like they just lock things down further. Like, we, guys, we can't let this happen right. again. So next, we're going to have to scan every employee with eye recognition before, you know? Well, they
1: microchip them before they leave the farm. They do. They grow Apple Store employees, yes, so yeah. they could just beep. I'm, Your I'm, chip didn't scan.
2: It's I'm shocked. Like one of the other Apple employees that was from the farm, like didn't just self destruct when they saw him. Like,
0: do not recognize. <laughs> do not recognize <laughs> the BNS and 20 minutes or less podcast.
2: Well, here's the latest in fashion for you, Beckler. Platform slippers it's become a huge thing on TikTok and is now apparently taking over the world. But these are slippers, fuzzy slippers with kind of a clog feel to them. A big, heavy platform at the bottom, and they're meant to be slippers that you can also wear out. Fashion slippers. Hmm. All day wear slippers. I can't say that that's one I'm going to be jumping on. Mm, nope. It's just what? the next extension of, I mean, all of the very casual wear that we've adopted over the last little while here. So I can't say I'm that shocked. Platform slippers. slippers. I don't I don't know if I'm on board for it either, but nope, again, who are we, we to go. judge?
1: Oh, yes. Keep your toesies warm with the coziest trend of the season. Platform slippers.
2: For all those times, your midnight snack is on the top shelf. Platform slippers, boosting you to new late-night snacking heights. Have
1: you ever wanted to be taller in
2: your own home? You never have to change or purchase clothing again. Wear your nightwear out and then straight back to bed.
1: Like Rod Stewart, you'll never have to get out of your pajamas.
2: Accessorize rise look with a giant housecoat. And you'll be well-equipped to flash any innocent bystander as you pass by. Look at my slippers and my Big Dipper.
0: Oh, yes. 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 Oh, yes. Oh, and my nippers. B and S in 20 minutes
1: or less. You know what word was really big for a while and then you basically never hear at all anymore? What's that? Metrosexual.
2: Oh, yeah. That was a thing for a while, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: When we were growing up, I heard that word everywhere.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And it's probably been well over a decade since I've heard someone say metrosexual. Last, mm. uh, here's Wikipedia's definition. If you don't remember, it's, a, it's describing a man of ambiguous sexuality, especially one living in an urban, post-industrial capitalist culture, who is especially meticulous about his grooming and appearance. Typically, spending a significant amount of time and money on shopping as part of this.
2: Mm.
1: So, someone who just cares about how they look.
2: Yeah, interesting. Someone who is I mean, of
1: indeterminate sexuality?
2: Yeah. Yeah, like, right now, the, the style, that, like, we went from that to then being, like, burly, like, big mustache or uh, beards and kind of that look, too. Uh-huh. So we went mm-hmm. through that face. So, yeah, is it just that...
1: And there's lots of the same guys. Yeah. Lots of the same guys That's who made I mean. that transition, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. So it went from, yeah, that one one kind of aesthetic to, to what we've gotten. I'm just switching out.
1: I mean, I would say now we're in a, in a period of real ambiguous... In terms, yeah. Like you, you don't really know. I mean, if it's a if it's clothing for men, clothing. Well, there's for lots women, of unisex like, clothing. Yeah, yeah for it's, sure, it's
2: awesome. Which is kind of nice because before you had to go to a certain side of the store, and it's like, what if I want that? Like, well, I'd feel weird going over there. But yeah, you still could. Yeah, you could. But I just you're never right. would as much as now. And now be. it's not even clear. Yeah, it's just kind of like in the middle. You're like, sweet. You know, metrosexual really confused Terry. Yeah,
1: I don't think Terry under' because it's about as far from Terry as you could possibly it's get. True. Right. Yeah. Terry, who's been wearing the same pair of tight blue jeans and
2: Oilers jersey, je- and Oilers
1: jersey <laughs> yeah. over under his jean jacket mm-hmm. since the '80s, since the glory days of the '80s, yeah,
2: Terry didn't get it. What do you it? mean you groom and pick your clothes in a certain way? Yeah, and, yeah. son's one of the metrosexuals. Yeah. It's true. Terry was very confused by that. Terry so. did
1: not get that at Terry all. Terry
0: may
2: be so. less confused now.
0: You've been listening to the Beyond S in 20 Minutes for Less podcast. For
1: House of Cars. Until January 15th, enter to have House of Cars wipe out your debt for free. No strings attached. Visit HouseOfCarsCalgary.com.
0: You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. 9, Monday through Friday 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and Have BNS and 20 minutes or less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.